Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on when you're tuning in. My name is Jonathan Torres Herrera, and you are watching the JTH Show. Uh, thanks for uh, tuning in. Today, we're going to be discussing something that I often get asked about when it comes to building teams and how I identify uh, essentially good team members and how I identify the ones that really don't belong in teams, uh, sometimes anywhere. Um, but first, roll the intro. All right, that's the intro. So, um, full disclaimer, um, I'm about to touch, you know, topic on something that some of you guys might find uh, offensive because uh, it might be a bit of a mirror, if you may, um, at least what I'm saying will be. Um, for some of you guys, it might be music to your ears because uh, you might want to forward this over to people. Um, that perhaps you've been telling them this for a long time, but they just need to hear from someone else. Uh, but that is the can work cancers. I call them the work cancers. Now, I know cancers are a very strong word to use. It might be a little sensitive for some people as well. But to be quite frank, I mean, I just can't find another term to use for those individuals that sometimes uh, feel like they have no other focus but to break down a team, right, or the team efforts, um, the goals, and it's almost like instead of, you know, helping solve uh, some of those problems, they're just in the way, you know, or find things to put in the way um, of our of our team success, um, and I've discovered that uh, over the years, over, you know, building teams, uh, my own company, in fact, um, I've discovered that these individuals exist everywhere. I've been privileged enough, and I've said this before, um, privilege is the term that comes to mind when I say that I've built uh, teams with great people, right? Privileged to have been, you know, been able to um, learn from these individuals as well as lead them into the success that I've had. Um, and I've been very fortunate to have had a lot of success in my lifetime when it comes to, you know, my employment and uh, even though there's been bumps in my business, there's definitely been plenty of them. Uh, I, I'm on a great one right now. And, uh, you know, like I could not do that without the great, uh, fantastic, phenomenal people that I work with. Um, you know, they, yeah, sure, they, I pay them, but they choose to work with me. You know, they choose to put out their energy. Um, God knows how much they're putting into it when it comes to, you know, beyond just, you know, their their obligations. And I know there's more that they put beyond just like, they're 40 hours, you know, for, for many of them. And I am grateful um, and blessed, if I'm going to be completely honest, to to have such people. Now, it hasn't come easy. I There's been a lot of a lot of people that unfortunately have come and taken advantage of our of our work, of our trust. Uh, it's not just in the current atmosphere that I'm in. It's been in previous uh, job or I should say teams that I've built. And unfortunately, you know, those people have at that time have been let go. And who knows? Maybe they've gone let go from other jobs because they choose to continue being these work cancers that I'm about to describe for you. Now, hopefully when you see these video, the, the, or sorry, I'm sorry, when you see this video, hopefully it won't be something that, you know, is uh, a bit of a reflection um, or something that someone told you before. Hopefully it'll be something more that is, like I said earlier, music to your ears and you're like, you know, man, I wish so-and-so would see this. 
because sometimes um, just because these individuals are are you know bad for the business uh, at the moment, it doesn't mean that there will always be um, cancerous to to the environment forever, right? And ever, people can change. They don't often do, uh, but people can, especially if it's for their own well being. You know, there I've met people, um, and, and to some extent, I've also been very, you know, uh, again fortunate to have met people that went through a really rough period in their life and then you know changed everything for themselves and and now they're they're great now they are not those uh those work cancers so without further ado let's uh let's jump into it there are five of them five of these work cancers now as always i i tell you guys when things are happening behind the scenes somebody just opened my door and that's probably from the hand size is johnny Johnny, I am recording, Johnny. So if you don't mind, buddy, pal, homie, home slicer, buddy, what do you need? Dude, don't worry. I'm okay with it. They're the ones that are going to get mad. What's up? Can I what? Please, what? I cannot take care of your tooth right now, but I will take off your tooth uh, tomorrow. It'll be there for now. Don't worry. You're fine. Okay, well, go ask your mom. Dude, I'm literally recording right now. I mean, that's kind of kind of rude, man. It's like if I'm having a conversation and you just like, come on now. I know there's no actual person there right now, but there's maybe somebody watching this. Okay. Thanks, Johnny. I You will be invited later to be on one of these shows. Oh, I, I know. But uh, I tell, her, I tell her I'm filming. I know, but I tell her I'm filming. No, no, no. Go ahead and tell her I'm filming. I'm literally filming right now. Can you can you go tell her? Thanks, pal. Buddy. Home slicer. All right. Close the door for me. Thank you. Let's jump back into this. Um Okay, so the five types of uh of uh of individuals that you should watch out for is uh I, I actually have names for them, right? This this didn't come up from some book or something. Uh although I've actually tried to understand people like this better while reading um, other other people's, um, you know, uh, take on something similar on, on the matter, right? On, on, the, on the, those people that are difficult to work with. I've, I've read um, and even heard other people's podcasts, videos on, you know, how they identify these individuals. But anyways, you know, the way I've identified them and the, the you know, the tags that I've chosen to place on them is to understand, you know, who I'm dealing with. And I've, I have a really actually detailed breakdown. It's kind of weird. Uh, but the five ones that I have here in front of me, um, as always, remember guys, I'm, I'm seeing this way now because I'm ignoring you because I'm trying to read my stuff here is, um, we have, uh, at the top of the list, the denied, the denied cancer individual followed by the foreign foreigner individual. Now don't jump up and start telling me, Oh my God, look at you. You know, saying foreigners are cancer. Stop, stop. I'll explain. Uh, the infected or AKA the zombie individual, uh, the half in cancer and then the politician. Now, you know, I'm just being silly with these, but it's actually how I've attempted to, to, to label the personality of the people that I've worked with. And some of them I've been able to turn around right in my own teams. And some of them I've identified, you know, well enough to get them out. Okay. Which is sometimes what you just have to do. So let's start with the first one, right? The denied. The denied is one of my favorite kinds of cancers that exist out there in people. 
the the individual who essentially has been told no too many times, uh, according to him or, or her, right? That they feel that everything they've asked for uh, over approach management over or ownership, maybe depending on the size of the company, they've been told no, right? And they feel like, you know, er, you know, my efforts are are fruitless. You know, they they're just walking all over me, and from now on, I'm just gonna take that approach of of screw everyone, right? Because uh, they've been telling me no, right? Things they've asked for, including like raises or commodities. If you're like in an office employee and you identify as someone that's been told they can't sit by the window or can't sit in a certain cubicle, you know, now they're pissed about it, right? Um, and sometimes, you know, it, it's usually because there are, are company restrictions, you know, with, with some of these no's. I'm not saying that's always the case. I'm just saying, because I've been in upper management long enough, I know, and in, in you know, owning my own company, there are sometimes, you know, restrictions around finances, you know, why you can't give uh, a raise to an employee. Um, not always the case, but it is sometimes the issue, right? And, and it's hard uh, to come out and break it down to an employee. Uh, it's sometimes simpler to just say, sorry, not right now, we can't. Uh, other restrictions include um, legalities, right? I had an employee real quick a long time ago that wanted to sit in the office in a certain manner that it was literally a fire hazard. It was like by the door and there's like a, there's a legal um, clearance that you have to have on doors, right? It's like 3.5 or something for fire escape or something, 3.5 feet. I mean, I don't know the exact number, but the point is that at the time I remember we even went as far as measuring with a measuring tape because the individual was like really adamant of sitting in a, and it's a, it's a weird thing. I can't explain it enough to what you have to understand, but just know that we told him no. And he was like, you know, up in arms about it. Um, but let's move on. Then uh, I was mentioned to you guys just a minute ago, uh, the foreign, the foreign cancer. No, that is not someone that is not from the U S calm down. All right. I'm not that kind of guy. I'm talking about the individual, the individual that sticks their nose into other people's problems or other teams' efforts, right? I've seen them before. You know, the, the typical person that works in Department A but is consistently worried over Department B and somehow maneuvers everything to say, well, I have to be because of blank, right? And you know, and you know who you're out there, right? That you shouldn't be doing that. And you also know, you know, if you're out there, the the you're probably nodding at this point saying yeah you know i can think of someone that it was none of their business right why we're doing something in my team in my unit it could be a two-man team three-man team 20-man team but there's always that one person that decides to have some type of opinion over it right and you know that they're they they can be cancerous to to an environment because they're, they're usually what they're doing is uh there's a fancy word for it but they're projecting, right? They're projecting, uh, fancy. They're projecting, right? Like the problems that he or she is probably having within their environment, they're they're trying to project it onto other environments, you know, because then it evens the scales, right? With with the with maybe with ownership or with real high upper management, then hey, that department looks as this un, you know unfunctional as that one, dysfunctional, whatever. I've seen them before. Um, you know, it's almost like you know they they try to. Uh, sabotage, right? Efforts. Uh, really, all these individuals that I'm describing are exactly what they're doing is sabotaging um, themselves and sometimes sabotaging the team. Um, so, all right, let's move on. So the third one, uh, the infected, the zombie, also one of my favorites. Uh, these are the individuals that I've noticed that they have no say in almost anything 
but they what they've heard before regurgitated over and over by other employees, and they're doing the same, right? If, if a previous employee complained about one item uh, or, or something that they weren't allowed to do, this zombie employee, right, this the, 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 the infected uh, is now simply repeating the same thing over and over that he's heard or she's heard over some time, and it, it's their problem all of a sudden, right, as well. It's something that they're also affected by this, right? So I call them the infected cancer um, individuals. Let's see. Let's scroll. Let's scroll down real quick. So the, the fourth one is the half-in. The half-in is the, to me, the individual that we probably have all worked with, the ones that are halfway out the door because they're looking for other jobs. And, you you know, we've heard them, you know, because they'll say it. You know, they'll, they probably they will never say it to ownership or upper management, upper upper management, right? But they'll nonchalantly saying, you know, like, oh, you know, the grass might be greener on the other side, which sadly sometimes, are, you know, it usually is not. Um, and that's a whole other video to get into. Sometimes it is, but usually it's not. Um, it, sometimes it's sad to say that we have to lose something to know how good it is. But anywho, right, the, the half-in uh, cancer individual that is working there because he's collecting or she's collecting a paycheck, but ultimately it's like, eh, I'm going to turn this half-in. You know, like I'm not really too worried if they were to fire me tomorrow because I have this exit plan. And I have this, you know, set up on the side and this and this and that. So what happens there, though, is they don't understand that they're you're, you may not be half-in, right? Like, if, if I was working with someone that's half, or I have worked with someone that's half in, you know, in my mind, I'm like, well, I'm not half in, yo. Like, we work on the same team. You're bluntly telling me you're putting in half the work. Uh, I'm putting in all the work because I am. I don't have your plan B. It's not because I don't want this, because I don't need it. Unlike you, I'm, I'm fine where I'm at, right? So, but at the same time, you're hurting, right? You're a cancer to our environment. So that's the half in. Number five, the politician. Now, contradictory to popular belief, right? Despite of what you have heard in maybe social media or mainstream media, um, not all politicians are evil, right? No, they're not all, I mean, not all of them, right? Um, sometimes, you know, we all have to do a little, uh, polit you know, politicking ourselves. Is that the right word? Um, whatever. Uh, we have to, you know, uh, play the, the politician a little bit, you know, where we work at. It's normal. Right? Sometimes you might be doing it. You don't even know you're doing it. Um, it's, you know, we, we have to, you know, fight for a little bit, right? Not, you know, professionally, but we have to fight for what we want. Right. Um, and, and the politician that I'm talking about though, however, on the other hand is not the politician that I'm talking about is those that I'm going to say straightforward. It's the snake in the ground, right? It's the, what sometimes you'll hear on, on real mainstream media for the actual, uh, Capitol Hill politicians, the slimy politicians. That's what I'm referring to, right? The ones that, essentially their focus is to make sure that they always look stellar, you know, to their description of, you know, number one, stellar looking, uh, employee, whatever that looks like to them, that's what they want to look like. And they don't quite frankly give an F about anyone else. Right. They just, they don't, they, they, they don't, there is no friendships. There is business, business, business. You know, they probably heard it one time from like some of these uh, motivational speakers like Gary Vaynerchuk or something, oh, it's business, it's, and they take that to heart, you know, and they'll, like, completely throw every single person underneath the bus under the context that, hey, it's just business. And then understand they're playing a political game that can be that can backfire easily, right? 
Um, and it's all typically just to make them look good. They, they also, I, I've heard it commonly, uh, the, the politician type person I'm talking about, you know, played under the context that, oh, well, or pretense, pretense, that uh, how, you know, um, I'm only doing it because I care about the company and you don't. Ah, BS, you don't. Uh, you don't, you don't care as much. Cause I've also heard these types of, uh, politician cancers, um, sometimes when they are a, a break breaking point, you know, bash the company as much as any other person. Right. And I'm talking about even people in my own business that I've had, right. That I've discovered hidden messages or they accidentally left something, uh, for me to see somehow, you know, like open email or something. And I'm like, wow, that's, you know, that's how you feel about my company. Um, but I've also heard it in, in environments where I work, you know, not right now necessarily, but you know, in the past, you know, uh, some of you guys may know that I worked at Cox cable for many years, you know, and I can say this on open now. I don't work there anymore. I can tell you that there is a lot, a lot, a lot of these politician cancers there, right? That they are, their, their, their goal, their, their hunger was to go and work in, uh, what they called, um, center. I think they used to call it, which was in Atlanta, um, they, that's where they want to work. And, you know, quite frankly, they didn't give two shits, you know, if if they needed to step on someone that they had lunch probably with every day. I, I see it all the time. You know, they'll again, they'll mask it with whatever excuse they want to put, you know, so they don't come across as as slimy. But, you know, the politician uh, also one of my favorites, I guess. Um, and then I actually have a bonus one for you guys. that I wrote right here. Uh, there is a sixth one. Um, this one, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little against, uh, the wall with this one because this one is, is very difficult to explain. And that's the dinosaur. The dinosaur to me is those individuals that have worked at a company for maybe years and they know the ins and outs of the business well. To where, you know, they they feel they take their seniority very seriously, right? And sometimes to the point where they can basically do and say whatever they want because they feel like they have the company, you know, by the cojones. You know, they have them. They grab them and they're like, hey, I know the business. You can't fire me. Maybe I have tenure, you know. I've never met someone that has that, but, you know, I, I've heard it. You know, I've heard it from from uh from good friends you know that they work in business where they do give them tenure and you know they're like man these guys you know they act like they own the place and you know some might argue that they deserved it they earned it and some might say screw that you know you they're just like any other employee so the dinosaur to me you know as much as they can be a cancer to the business it's it's a tough one right sometimes to outright call them out and try to either either rehabilitate uh rehabilitate them or or outright get rid of them, right? Unlike the other five that I just described, you know, the other five, uh, either they have to go or, you know, coach, what did they say, coach up or coach out, um, or at least the, the jobs that I've had, they, you know, they they say, you know, it's, you know, you have to, otherwise they'll spread, which is what I'm going to get into here. Finally, you close out this this video real quick is, you know, I've been asked in, in, in you know, from people and in previous jobs and even in my, even in my current one, you know, you've ran successful teams. And I have, like I said earlier, I really have. I cannot tell you how, I don't know if it's fate, if it's luck, what it is. Uh, I've been so fortunate to come across people that are just outright hard workers. And uh, it's almost like I'm not even doing anything. These guys are just them. Uh, 
but I have also have you know had the the experience um, now build up to identify people that I have to get out, coach up or coach out, right? Uh, coach them up and try to try to motivate them to change, to change their habits. The, you know that they're they that have landed them in this spot to be identified as a cancer, um, or or simply just to get them out, right? Give them warnings until you know we get rid of them, right? So. It's, this is how it is. But I've been asked questions. You know, how? How do you, you know, JT, how have you have managed this? Um, you know, because it's not easy. One thing I'll tell you outright, and I'm trying to log in here real quick to see my notes. For some reason, Google decided to say, you're logged out now. You're done. Um, uh, you know, they've asked me, you know, for instance, uh, can people like this change? They can. Like I said, you know, just a second ago, I guess. They can. Uh, it's hard. It's hard to get people to change your weights, especially if they've been doing it from job to job to job to job. Um, it's hard if they've been getting away with it for many years, right? That's another thing. That's how they become the dinosaur, which <laughs> let me also say that there are individuals that can be like a hybrid terminator. Okay. Where they can have like many of these features that I described all rolled up into one person. Right. And you might be like, yeah, yeah I know someone. Yeah, I know. Me too. All right. I didn't describe them as like the Terminator, the hybrid, but they can because at that point it's so difficult to identify these these individuals, right? That are across the board uh, can you know can probably land on every single one of these you know points that I made. That those are man, those you probably just should quit. I I've seen them and they are hard to get rid of. Those are the ones that end up suing for like nonsense things. But anyways, um, you can change them. You can. Um, try to befriend them, try to understand them, uh, and try to try to see if they can understand, you know, if they can meet you halfway. Something else I've been asked is, uh, you know, how can an organization uh, eliminate cancers? You can't. Short answer is you can't. Because as an organization shifts and evolves itself, right, into whatever it's trying to accomplish, it grows, you hire you recruit, you hire, and then, you know, there's always going to be jealousy that actually kind of helps sprung these these cancers, right? It's a lot of times is what it is. A lot of times it's also personal things that they bring from home, right? Um, but many times it's the fact that, that the company's growing and it's maybe not growing to their image, you know, they, they become these cancers. So can a company completely get rid of them? No, I've never seen one that's cancer-free, right, uh, to go along with what I'm saying, you know, with, with, with this example, cancer-free. They, you can't. Um, however, I will say this. I've also been asked, well, what can I do, right, to, like, identify them? Am I a cancer? And I usually give, like, a two-part answer, uh, uh, reply to this. First part is, if you don't know you're, if you're a cancer, you should take a hard look at yourself from a from the outside, right? Be more hyper aware of the people that choose to interact with you, what you contribute directly to a business. To be fair, I think at one point or another we can all be a little cancerous to the business. Sometimes accidentally and, and sometimes only momentarily, hopefully actually only momentarily, we can have some of these, you know, features uh sporadically throughout throughout our, our time at a company, you know, but it doesn't mean you're a cancer. It just means, you know, you had maybe a rough week, 
rough day, rough month, it happens, right? Depending on what pressures you're getting put on. The people that I just described, by the way, these are people that are long-term like that, that sometimes they're identified as, you know, individuals that, oh, they're just like that. That's how they are. Those are the cancers I'm talking about. If you say, well, JT, come on now. You know, like you've just said, you can you have to play a politician game sometimes. I did. I did say that. And sometimes you do have to play the politician game a little bit like that. And when that happens, um, uh, you know, it, hopefully it's for a good reason. And you're not just trying to throw everybody underneath the bus and think you're, you know, you're hot shit and there's nobody better than you. So um, doesn't mean that if you you have had, you know, demonstrated some of these uh, features doesn't mean that, that I'm t- calling you a cancer, okay? I'm talking about people that, um, and you know who you are. I mean, what the hell am I saying? You know, you, you and you know who they are too. Come on, let's be honest. Let's be open about it, okay? Um, but anyways, back to the last question. The second part, right, if I didn't finish explaining the first part, is, you know, to look at yourself and really identify if if you are cancerous to the business. You know, it, it actually all it takes is asking people. Um, you might not like the truth, but, you know, to, to finish that first part, Maybe you should ask someone if you're not sure. The second part is you can be like chemo, okay? If you identify that you're not one of these cancers, right? You're not like a long-term problem to a company. You can say, yeah, I've, I've had a couple of days where I've, you know, it's been rough, but I'm not a cancer, JT. Awesome. Congratulations. Welcome to the club. Excuse me. Um, I talk a lot, so my mouth gets dry. Um, I thought you care, but anyways, um, you can be chemo, you can be chemo to these, uh, to these environments. You can be the people, the person, right. That brings people together. And in teams, uh, I've discovered very quickly, you might think I'm being corny, but I discovered very quickly that it's important to make a team, whether it's one individual or a hundred feel like they're a community, right. That support each other. Uh, through asking questions and answering questions, never leaving a man behind kind of thing. Uh, it's very true, you know, when you hear it from, you know, and I'm not saying it's the same, but when you hear from people like in the military, right? No man gets left behind. You know, we're all here for each other. There's a reason that works usually so well, and that is because you form a community, right? And in that community, you just have to make sure that these cancers, when they sprung up, you fight against them, Right. Oh, the person that's always pissed and because they're always told no. You can try to her, her rehabilitate that person and be like, yo, listen, man, have you realized what they're, why they're always telling you no, right? Um, sometimes it's hard to understand why you were told no for a certain raise, a certain commodity, or something that you were told no for. But have you realized maybe that, you know, maybe you're not doing this correctly? And that's how you can be a, a, a cancer fighter, right? And tell them, you know, try to bring him in. Does it always work? No, it doesn't. Right. For the for that foreigner uh, cancer that I was talking about, you know, it, it sometimes needs to be outright put straight out, you know, and sometimes in writing. Hey, you know, man, I don't appreciate that. You know, you have your problems in your team. If you want to work together, let's do it. But there's better ways of approaching my team. There's better ways of approaching criticism. Right. Uh, that there is such thing as constructive criticism. Right. When it's not being constructive, when it's just being a, a reflection of your team, you know, you're not helping anybody, including yourself. For the zombie kind of like, you know, you have to also identify. Those are the easiest ones to identify because you can hear them, again, regurgitate things that probably never happened really while they were at the company. It probably happened way before them, but somehow it affects them. You can approach those individuals, you know, and be like, you know, but things are different now. 
you know, it's not like that anymore, right? Um, or we're trying to make sure that it's not like that anymore. Um, will you get responses like, well, yeah, but it's not going to change. Well, man, 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 you got to get rid of them, right? But try, try to let them see, right? That's how you become a cancer fighter. That's how you become chemo. Uh, the half ins, those, those are really hard um, to, to turn around at all because again, they're half in. But like I told you guys just uh, just a few minutes ago, right? I, I've had to tell people, yeah, but I'm staying, right? Make them realize the reality of that. Yeah, you're leaving, but I'm staying, yo. So, you know, if you're halfway in, be halfway in somewhere else, right? Because we don't need that here. You're killing us. And then finally, for for that politician kind of type of, of cancer, that would be the hardest one, right? Because they are, they probably been doing that for a long time and they play the well, the game really well. The, the politicians that I've, encountered in my lifetime uh they are excellent at doing you know the the political game um they've done it before it's probably how they got to where they are and those the the politician cancers by the way i should highlight that they're usually in really high-ranking positions that's how they got to where they're at but they don't realize that it's cancerous to to the rest of the team below right because although i'll speak about this in another video i always like to to kind of like shake upper management by their shoulders, if I could, right? Metaphorically, obviously, uh, shake them and be like, yo, you, the, the people at the bottom, quote unquote, by the way, are as important as the people at the top and in the middle. We're all, we're all going on goddamn team. If you really want to make money, like you need to see the value in everybody because there's a reason they're doing that job. If they're not supposed to be doing that job, then really you suck at your upper management position, right? Because you have someone that you're like, ah, but we don't really need Susie, or Mark, or, you know, then you suck. You have someone there that shouldn't be there. So really, who is the the crappy employee, right? So I do it all the time, right? Which is why I, I try to tell my employees there's nothing different between me and you when it comes to the ability to do the job. I'm here to teach you something that I've learned over the years, um, and hopefully you'll pick it up. Like, I picked it up from someone else because I wasn't born like this, right? Uh, I know. Shocking. I wasn't, Right. Uh, I, I learned everything that I know from other people. I, I took it and made it my own and evolved it into what I feel best serves me, but I wasn't born like this. So, Hey guys, let's go get out your notebooks. You know, if you want to type it out on your iPad or whatever, let's go. I'm going to teach you how to be a great blank, right? Whatever I'm teaching. Um, and that's how you, you kind of hopefully, right. I, or one day, if I do this video, I'll be able to tell these these middle management individuals or upper management, right? Um, we're a team and that's how you should view this. And that's why I'm doing this video, you know, to identify these individuals that are cancer to the team. Now, I know I'm not as cool as like the Grant Cardones and and the Ty Lopez's and the Gary Vaynerchuk's of the world. But if it serves you any for anything, forward this video over to someone. Don't forward it to me. That's You're being an asshole. Don't forward it to me. Like, hey, check this guy out. You should see this. That's mean. Okay. Um, forward it to someone. You know, I, I know I talk a lot and I ramble, but sometimes it needs to be said. And sometimes people take it better when it's coming from someone else, like a handsome, you know, uh, 32 year old, uh, great hairler Mexican looking dude that's maybe a little bit overweight and he should, you know, go and diet. But, anyways, forward it over. You never know. You never know. You, you might help me. You might help yourself. I mean, help yourself. I'm sorry. Who knows, right? But anyways, guys, that is it for today. Um, hope you enjoyed. Hope you watched it all the way through. If you just started watching because you watch at the beginning, you jump all the way to the end, 
Go back to the beginning and start the video again. Don't be lazy. You can hear me for 32 minutes, 33 and counting. Put the phone down while you're taking a shower. That's what I do. And just hear me. Yes, I just proposed something very indecent. Um, all right, guys, that's it for today. Have a great night, um, morning or afternoon. Uh, I'll get it. I'll eventually get it like an opening. Cool. See ya. Bye. Let me turn this off. Bye. Wait, wait, wait. I got to come back. Uh, please like, subscribe, uh, leave a comment, and then and share the video. Okay, now bye.